morning, y'all. This is Written Word Wednesday, the second installment. Again, we're reading poems from uh, written by Catholic authors or soon-to-be Catholic authors, um, particularly uh, from Joyce Kilmer's collection. One of the poems we're going to read today is from Robert Hugh Benson. Robert Hugh Benson was an Anglican priest who in 1903 was received into the Roman Catholic Church. So interesting, he was the son of the Archbishop of Canterbury, so a high-ranking Anglican official. His son, Robert Hugh Benson, eventually came into the church through his study and his prayer, um, and he was an author. He's His first, or one of his books called Lord of the World, 1907, so this is after his conversion, is generally regarded as one of the first modern dystopian novels. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, here's his poem, After a Retreat. What hast thou learnt today? Hast thou sounded awful mysteries? Hast pierced the veiled skies, climbed to the feet of God, trodden where saints have trod, fathomed the heights above? Nay, this only have I learnt, that God is love. What hast thou heard today? Hast heard the angel trumpets cry and rippling harps reply? Heard from the throne of flame, whence God incarnate came, some thunderous message roll? Nay, this have I heard, his voice within my soul. What hast thou felt today, the pinions of the angel guide that standeth at thy side in rapturous, ardorous beat, glowing from head to feet, an ecstasy divine? Nay, this only have I felt Christ's hand in mine. So that poem was written by Benson after a retreat, obviously, because the title of the poem is After a Retreat. And what I love about it is the ordinariness of prayer. So he's placing prayer and ordinary experience. And, and uh, you know, have you heard the awful mysteries and seen, heard the angel trumpets cry and all this stuff? And he's like, nope, I just know God is love. His voice is within my soul. In Christ's hands and mine. Simple. So that's Robert Hugh Benson. The second and my computer just fell. Hold on. Okay. Uh, the second and last poet we're highlighting today on Written Word Wednesdays is an interesting fellow that I've no, I've never heard of most of these guys, but Wilfred Scowen Blunt. Um, he was Catholic, born Catholic, but his whole life wavered between atheism and Catholicism and hedonism. He had a lot of mistresses. And what what I like about Joyce's, I guess, choices, <laughs> wowzers, Joyce's choices, is that, you know, not everyone's a, a porcelain saint here. Um, these guys are Catholic. They have a Catholic worldview because they've been formed in it. Um, he's not perfect. But at the end of his life, he did uh, receive the anointing of the sick, extreme unction, confession. And as one person put it, I was reading in the Wikipedia article and I thought it was interesting. So the Wikipedia article says, as an adult, he became an atheist. He would walk in and out of episodes of faith. His writings and some of his close friendships show him to have espoused a serious interest in Islam. In fact, um, before he died, he agreed to see a priest, Father Vincent McNabb, and received communion. 
thereby fulfilling the prediction of Sir William Henry Gregory. As recollected by his wife, he said, you will see Wilfred, you will see, Wilfred will die with the wafer in his mouth. So I don't know if um, Gregory was a fan of Catholicism and that was a little jab, but I receive it as, I don't know, a compliment. I I would like, uh, you know, food for the journey. So if I'm dying, bring the priest with the Lord. Put him in my mouth. Um, so the two poems, one is from the anthology. Um, it's called How Shall I Build? And it's a juxtaposition between his looking at his life and his inability to live a Christian ethic, and but him offering everything he has. So that's the first one. How Shall I Build? By Wilford Scowen Blunt. How shall I build my temple to the Lord? Unworthily I, who am thus foul of heart? How shall I worship, who no traitor word, know but of love to play a suppliant's part? How shall I pray, whose soul is as a mart, for thoughts unclean, whose tongue is as a sword, even for those it loves, to wound and smart? Behold, how little I can help thee, Lord. The temple I would build should be all white, each stone the record of a blameless day. The souls that entered there should walk in light, clothed in high chastity and wisely gay. Lord, here is darkness, yet this heart unwise, bruised in thy service, take and sacrifice. Humble, humble and real about who he is, but asking God to take him, um, even though he's not perfect. Pretty cool. The last one I wanted to read is actually not found in the anthology, but as I was reading, he was uh, an anti-imperialist. He also supported Irish independence, which would ultimately come to fruition in 1922 with unfortunate warfare, but... um, Again, I'm reading all this history because of my family, but he was imprisoned because he was he got into a fight in a town hall meeting and about Irish independence. And in prison, he wrote a, a book of sonnets called In Vincentius. In, vin, in vinculis, which means in chains. And this is a sonnet about the prison being a sort of monastery or convent and and it, it brought to mind images of the creativity that happened in the Montgomery prison whenever whenever Martin Luther King was there as well so he wrote this this about that prison sonnet number 5 a prison is a convent without god poverty chastity obedience its precepts are In this austere abode, none gather wealth of pleasure or of pence. Woman's light wit, the heart's concupiscence are banished here. At the least warder's nod, thy neck shall bend in mute subservience, not yet for virtue, rather for the rod. Here a base turnkey novice master is, teaching humility. The matin bell calls thee to toil, but little comforteth. None heed thy prayers or give the kiss of peace. Nathless, my soul, be valiant. 
even in hell, wisdom shall preach to thee of life and death. There you have it. Wilford Scowen Blunt's uh, sonnet number five. And I will see you next Wednesday with more poetry from the 19th century written in English. God bless. Bye.